0: ホビーアディクツの時間です It's time for hobby addicts And
1: now here are your anime addicts
2: Hey, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Your Hobby Addicts. I am your host, Mitsuki. I'm calling to you live from Denver, Colorado. Actually, it's a suburb of Denver, but close enough. And we're scattered all across the world, stretching from all the way from the west to the east. We've got the lovely Mandy in Cincinnati. Mandy, how are you today?
0: Hello. I'm doing great because my ferret came out to see me. Aww. He's so cute. I love him.
2: What is, uh... is your ferret's name again?
0: Shiki, this one is. I got two of them. Shiki. Uh, this one is Shiki, the other one is Kuma.
2: We, we need to get a ferret, Mike.
0: <laughs> mm, it'd be interesting. <laughs> they, will, they will most likely try to eat it. Hmm. And, or uh, hide it. We hide al- it under my bed. <laughs> we also
2: have the lovely Mason. Mason, you Heck are yes. too lovely
1: today. I've finally ascended to the lovely status that I've been what craving you before? this whole time. Uh, d- nothing. Nothing.
0: Not not lovely?
1: (laughs) Just a Mason. He had no title. A
0: Mason. He had no title before. (laughs) And from not lovely to Mason to lovely.
2: From Hmm. Connecticut, I believe. Yes, indeed. Mason, how are you? And what are you doing in Connecticut?
1: I just got back from volunteering at a golf tournament. The PGA Travelers Championship went on this weekend. And I was working the 18th green and tee box. So if you're watching that on TV... You might huh. not have seen me. You see anybody famous? Ooh. Uh, yeah, we got my boy Bubba Watson, my fellow lefty. He's from Florida. We got number one in the world, Brooks Kopeck I believe. Don't. Uh, I might have gotten that wrong. But uh, yeah, a bunch of big name golfers came out, and it was a good time. That's cool. That's cool. And the weather was nice. Uh, it was actually fantastic on yeah. Saturday and Sunday, which is when I volunteered. So, awesome. lucked out. All right. Well,
2: I don't have a tremendous amount of things to discuss today. I started a new job last week. And because of that, I just I, I just don't have a lot like I didn't get into a lot of things. I was too busy trying to acclimate and going to stupid after-work dinner thing and wasting my time with that. So, what uh,
1: socializing the biggest mistake.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um I have not all that many great things to say about my new company. But I, I'm not going to talk about that here because that just doesn't seem like the right place. I'll save it for after for an after party maybe where I can talk shit. But um, we have other things to discuss. We, Mandy has been playing a lot of games, uh, including the room games. Is that correct?
0: Yeah, I played all three of them and finished all oh, three okay, in this week. <laughs> I see,
2: there's multiples. <laughs> Darkest mm-hmm. Dungeon, 1980X. Mm-hmm. And you've also been watching Legend of the Galactic Heroes, which kind of sounds yep. like it's more suitable for a retro dive. But um, maybe you can give a teaser. And then, of course, I mean,
0: I'm only 31 episodes in of the like 110 of the original OVAs, So I've got a long way to go. (laughs) I I need a new retro
1: show. Maybe maybe I'll watch that as well.
0: It's Uh, oof. you should. Everyone should.
1: (laughs) Yes, that's an understatement. But yes, everyone (laughs) is not enough.
0: Everyone is not enough. everybody and your cat and your dog and your dog And and your grandma's and your ferrets.
2: Yeah, that's right. <laughs> the air and, and your cat. <laughs> and if, and Mason yeah. is going to talk about June music releases and his golf event that he went to. So we do have some yeah, things to talk about. Time. Yeah. So I am lame this week, but we have plenty of other things to start with. Let's start with Mandy. Mandy, I don't know cool. how you play through all these games. Do you sleep? Or, uh, or are they short? Are they short occasionally? games? Occasionally.
0: Yeah, most of them are short, except okay. one I've been playing for a long ass time, but um, Okay. I just I, went back to it. I go in and out of it.
2: I'm just I mean, I'm going to be honest. I'm just continually impressed with you. Like, I always thought I played a lot of games, you know, growing up when I was in high school and stuff. I'd, I'd probably go through, you know, 20 or 20 games a year, 25 games a year, 30, maybe. But like, I, I really think that I, I never was like as hardcore as I think I am. I, I, I was, I was, I was always a pretender. You are the real deal. <laughs> and, um, as I, as, I like, us. as I said many times before, I know nothing. So please, I am here to learn.
0: <laughs> well, um, the first one that I played, I'm so surprised it took me so long to get to this game. Uh, because it it's completely 1,000% of my alley. And it's, the, uh, it's called, the series is called The Room. And there's one, two, three, and I believe a fourth one just came out recently. They're available on Steam, and they're also available on... Um, iOS devices. It might be also available on Google Play. I know it's on um, iOS, so maybe possibly also Google. But it's the developer is Fireproof Games, and they are very short, but they're very creative and very interesting kind of escape room games.
2: Oh, that and, sounds fun.
0: Yeah, um, I wouldn't. It, I think it really depends how well you do with puzzles. I went. I blew through these games. They're very easy for me, but I also watched my mom try to play them because she loves puzzle games and she was struggling. So oh, I, I think it really heavily depends on how often you play puzzle games. That's so. Cool. Whether this, or not this is going to be difficult.
1: Is this a, like a game you could almost play like local co op with someone, where you like try to figure it out together? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, if
0: you are, with, if you, yeah, I would say so. Um, I put it on my mom's uh, little tablet. I bought it for her yesterday, and she sat down and started playing it. And so, yeah, um, I already knew what to do, so sometimes when she struggled and looked at me like, please help. <laughs> I was like, okay, try to do this. I mean, or just try looking at this thing. And then that would kind of spark her uh, idea, like thought train, like, oh, okay, I see what to do now. So, yeah, you could play it like that if you're... Um, you could try to figure out stuff that way if you're with somebody else. But... The first game starts with a box on a table and there are all different ways to twist and turn, and interact with things on the box to get other things to open up. And you also have a lens and this lens, when you put it on, will show you things that you can't see with your normal eyes. And so huh. you could try to, um, it's really fascinating too. Like one side of the box, uh, when you're looking at it, with your own eyes, it looks completely blank. But when you put on the lens, all of a sudden it's three dimensional, there's a box and you can rotate the camera around and there are a bunch of lines and when you line them up, it'll show you a code. And you're like, okay, I, and when I, turn off my lens i find i can find somewhere else to use that code so it's that kind of stuff and you can find keys and try to figure out where to put certain items like there's a very little inventory sometimes you have to go into the inventory and sometimes items you pick up have their own puzzles <laughs> it's it's just I don't know, it's like you unlock more and more and more of this box, and there are letters all around. The story isn't very in-your-face, like there's nobody to talk to. The entire game is just puzzles, but you can read notes left by the person who used to have that box and used to be stuck in this room. And as you go on, you find out it's a very Lovecraft story. There's... Um, You see a lot of symbols around that talks about summoning some entity. And so it does become interesting if you actually read the notes around. (laughs) But uh, I think the third game and yeah, the second game also has some kind of creepy stuff pop up as well. So uh, beware of if you are very sensitive to to jump scares. They're not... um, I don't know if they were meant to be scary, but there are like some kind of very loud music moments that they're I don't know, like, st- They're
1: startling.
0: Yeah, they're startling. <laughs> but yeah, it's fascinating. I've I've loved them so far, but I finished them in like two hours. <laughs> so, all of them?
1: All, th- all? How many of them are three of them?
0: No, each of each of them. Yeah, there's three of them.
1: I'm looking at. So, so. You recommend, would you recommend one over any of the others, or?
0: Uh, the third one seems to be the largest of them because in the third game you can actually go from room to room. The first game you are only in a single room the entire time. And, um, that one is, I think that was the easiest one of them all. I think it goes harder as it goes on. But, uh... Did you play Resident Evil 7? Yes, a long time ago though. I don't think I ever finished it. Because
2: there's an escape room in that game as well that you play in VR, um, and I wasn't sure if you had played the escape room game in Resident Evil Seven, and if so, I was curious how it compared to these oh. escape rooms.
0: No, I did not. But I think I heard about. it. Is that the one where, you're, where you start strapped to the bed and the mother I think comes in and like gives you food and stuff?
2: No, no, no.
0: Okay, never mind. I'm thinking something else then.
2: This is this is and this one it. It's a, a guy, one of the guys that you're that's causing grief for you in the game, traps you. You walk through like this doorway, and he locks you in, basically. And and turns out they've like, oh you the walked, guy with the clown. I can't. It's like the brother of the of like the deranged family in Resident Evil Seven.
0: Yeah, and he likes explosives. I think I know. exactly Yeah, you what you're deal with
2: him. About. You deal with him like last. Mm. And yeah. and then you of course have to like uh, you know solve the escape room, which involves things catching on fire, and you end up you can get killed in it. Mm-hmm. you know and but it also has things like you have to put on some like a headset to see see like some fluorescent writing on the wall that wouldn't have been there otherwise and but mm-hmm. i i i just was i'm looking at pictures of the room and it looks really cool i just wasn't sure how how it compared
0: yeah no it's uh very creative i'd say the puzzles are not puzzles that i've seen in other games so uh Yeah, I highly recommend it if you like puzzle games. But Mm. if you play a lot of them, don't be disappointed if it's a little bit too easy. (laughs) Because it's very, like, sometimes you find things that are certain shapes. You're like, okay, I know exactly where I've seen this shape. I can figure out what to do from here. But um,
1: Better or worse than real-life escape games? Or just very different media?
0: I say it's different, because a lot of times... Um, well you're not
1: with a group of people and like it seems like they're doing things that you couldn't do in a real life game.
0: I'd say also I've played a lot of escape room games where um there like you have to use math as well. You have to try like one that I did with my sister uh there was a note that mentioned something about if what, if you need to find the code to my to my um, briefcase, check my receipts. And when you look at the receipt, there's all of these different things that he purchased. And then you have to figure out um, what like you have to add them all up but like like there's no total you just see what he ordered and you have to find the prices of each of those items but one of them just says three course meal so then you have to figure out like what uh what he could eat like there are pills in his bag for like being lactose intolerant so you're like okay he didn't have anything with milk or dairy in it and Hmm. there's like he uses like uh vegan products so and, and then like you have to figure out exactly what the three-course meal was to add up all the prices, and then that number that you after you add is them the all up was the code. Yeah, there's oh, nothing I, like that in this at all. So I I, think, I was
1: hoping for some integration math or some Taylor series expansion <laughs> <laughs> escape room puzzles, really biting stuff.
0: Yeah, uh, no. So I think escape rooms that are meant for multiple people are harder <laughs> than what this is. There's just this that one,
2: extra chaos to it.
0: Yes, yeah,
2: we I absolutely see. blazed through that escape room, in, we in, in we New York City. and we did. We killed it. That was,
0: was, yeah, that was pretty easy. But we did have a lot of people, though.
2: Yeah, that escape room we had... didn't really. I feel like it wasn't really meant for the amount of people we had because there just wasn't enough to do mm-hmm. simultaneously. So we destroyed yeah. that, though. Boy, it was well, amazing. and
1: some people were so good at it that like I'd be in one room, and then you would solve a problem <laughs> that I didn't even know we were solving <laughs> in another room. Right, and i and yeah. I'd come over, and you're like, "Oh, we solved one while you were I found away." It. <laughs> and I was like, "What? <laughs> I mean, good job, but what? That's me. What did we do?" Yeah. I
0: play so many puzzle games that when I see something, I just Attack. instantly put it all together in my head.
2: <laughs> escape rooms are really fun. I need to sort of look up in Denver here how many escape rooms there are. There, I mean, it seems like a, a, a nationwide thing now, so I'm sure. Well, they
1: you, exist. you solved the hardest escape room, which was escaping from Florida. So hey.
0: Yeah, true.
2: <laughs> that is not that is that is true. True statement. True statement. And I'm gonna <laughs> sleep with my window open tonight and there won't be any mosquitoes and it won't be hot and it'll be amazing. So there. Excellent.
0: But um yeah, those games are only five dollars. So I think that or I think the first game's only a single dollar. Wow. So definitely worth the price. Um Wow, one dollar. The second game that I was going to mention just came out a couple of days ago and I don't recommend it for its price. <laughs> <laughs> That's a 1980 X. And um, when you look it up, it's one nine eight X. So um, it was a very interesting concept. I think if they expanded on it, I would have been very interested in it, but so it only took me an hour long to beat it. Wow. And the game is $10.
2: Whoa. That's too much. Yeah.
0: So I do not recommend it for its price. But I see where they were going, and I kind of like the direction it was going, because it definitely sounds like something that I'd be interested in. So 1980X is by developer Hybit Studios, and it is uh, a coming-of-age story about like this kid who's living in um, the arcade era. And he goes through different like he associates games kind of uses them as a form of escape and uh as kind of a way to tell his life so for example when you first first start up the game um he's getting off of a train and it turns into a beat-em-up style and then you get to play each of these arcade games and so you go down the street and you're beating up punks and then like the next game he or he uh talks about you know finding an arcade and finding oh this is what I've been searching for all of these people who are like me they're losers you know they're not popular they get beat up on (laughs) and so bunch of nerds yeah these bunch of nerds (laughs) are just like me I found my home and then he starts talking about a girl that he met at school and uh, he sees her drive away in a car and then all of a sudden you're playing a racing game and you're trying to chase after her in a car and so it's um, each game feels like a very retro arcade style game. Yeah, it looks. And... It
2: looks like um, Streets of Rage and the one shot of mm-hmm. on the street with the weapons. Yeah. And then the other one so goes... looks like Cruising USA or something.
0: Mhm. Yeah. And then there's one that's like a Bullet Hell. And then there's one where you're just like a free running game, free free running platform game where you are like this ninja and you're just uh, cutting down enemies that approach you and you're trying to jump over obstacles. I mean, this definitely
1: sounds like a cool concept.
0: Right. It's a very cool concept. I like the idea of telling a story through arcades and the idea of escapism. It needs to be longer than an hour because yeah. it, I think it would have been worth the price if you could go back and just play those arcade games as much as you want, and you can go back and play them, but you can only play to the point where the story progresses, and I don't like that. I, I think if each of those arcade games have been like their own developed like game, then it would have been perfectly fine.
1: Does but. it play as Does it play as well as like the games it's quote unquote emulating? Mm. Because I feel not like,
0: really. okay, because
1: like, like in my head, I'm like, oh, like a side-scrolling 2D beat-em-up. Like, I can think of a good arcade game so that simple. did that, and it's fun. Yeah. But I'm trying to associate it with that, whereas if it tries to copy it, but just doesn't nail the aesthetic, it just would feel cheap.
0: Um, it kind of nails the aesthetic, but it's not... As in depth, I would say each okay. of these games are so simple, like they're very Bare bones. basic, yes. And if there, if the game had been, if there was like a really fantastic story, I kind of would have been okay with it. If the game was like maybe three dollars, but ten dollars is just, yeah, that's, too much that's for a lot for one hour, yeah. I would say. If you're interested in it, wait until it's like a dollar and then pick it up. I would say it's about worth that much.
2: If you, if you buy a Dragon Quest 11 and you put 80, 80 hours into it, at that price, Dragon Quest 11 should cost you $800. <laughs> Just to give you an Correct, idea yeah. how overpriced that is. So, yeah. I think um, I think a dollar per hour is a fair price for a game.
0: Yeah, it depends. Um, I paid $5 for Tale of Two Brothers and... or. Is this Two brothers or two sons, man, my brain just died. Two, oh,
1: that's not good. I think
0: it's two sons. Okay, brothers. A tale of two <laughs> sons. <laughs> I, had, I had all of the words, just not in the right place. Um, there you go. That counts. game, I paid five dollars for that. It's only like a two hour, two hour game, and that one was fantastic. I would definitely pay five dollars for that one again. It was the story in that one was really great, and it was a very interesting um, game where you play. Two sons, but you play both of them at the same time. You have to use both of them to uh, overcome obstacles together. It was really interesting. Um, I don't know how to explain it without spoiling the story, but it's—I don't know—it was a really um, beautiful game that, without even any dialogue at all, it was. Uh, yeah, I I really loved that one.
2: All right. So what but, else? What is what is what is this other game you've got? Darkest Dungeon. Oh.
0: Man, <laughs> a game that is I,
1: I know. That painful as
0: shit. <laughs> have you played this?
1: No, I haven't, but I've seen footage.
0: Yeah, I go in and out of it because sometimes I just get frustrated and have to stop playing. Oh, so, uh, yeah, Darkest Dungeon is a kind of role-playing but also um, dungeon-crawling game where okay. it's very Lovecraft. Uh, You are trying to progress through this um, mansion to find out how to lift the curse from this place. And it's there's monsters everywhere and you get you can pick up all kinds of different heroes. There's a large list of them from like uh, plague doctors and um, let's see, there's like a leper there is, like, a bounty hunter. And there's there's a whole list of characters that you can pick up along the way. And there's permadeath in there. So you can build up your characters, and if they die, they're dead. <laughs> you gotta start... You gotta find someone else at level one. But um, <clears throat> it gets a little frustrating along the way because there's so much um, percentage chance with, like with whether or not attacks hit okay. or whether or not they hit you. Uh, so that becomes frustrating. But also as you're going through the levels, your characters accumulate stress and
1: <laughs> just like you, stress.
0: just like me. Just and like Mandy. when there's <laughs> well, I meant
1: you, I meant you as in the player, not
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
1: not calling out Mandy specifically. Well, well Mandy here. is the player. Of course. Uh, of course.
0: <laughs> this crazy shit happens. So stress. When they get to max stress, they can sometimes go insane and just start. They won't listen to you. They'll, they'll attack themselves. They'll attack your friends. They they might attack the enemy. They it's kind of like they they have become so stressed out that they have lost their minds at that point. Or they could also have heart attacks and just die. <laughs> Wow, It's crazy. So you really have to manage stress. And when you go back to your main hub after going through a dungeon, whether or not you succeed or not, you can quit early if you're like, this character's about to die. I can't progress any further. You can leave. You just won't get every item that uh, you picked up along the way. You have to get rid of some stuff. Hmm. But um, so... When you get back to your main hub, you can get rid of their stress by sending them to different places, like a brothel. You can send them a to A brothel. Go... Yeah, you can send them to a brothel. You can send them to go uh, drink at a tavern. You can send them to a church and like so they can go pray. Uh, you can tell them to do all kinds of different things, and some characters prefer to do other things. Like if um, one character only loses stress if they go to church to pray, and there's one character only loses stress if he goes drinks. But also as you're progressing through the game, through uh, the dungeons, and also when you pick up new characters, they have quirks. And they can develop new quirks along the way. These quirks can either be positive or they can be extremely negative. (laughs) For
2: example. (laughs) Yeah, for example.
0: uh, You can pick up someone who is a kleptomaniac. So along the way, when you get items, you might not get them because they might steal them from you. (laughs) <laughs> and Or you might get somebody who has to open up everything. They're, like, um, obsessive-compulsive. So uh, there are, I like, chests and other items along the way that are booby-trapped. So it's not always beneficial to um, open up everything. Sometimes it's, like, it's really... Uh, a, like, you have to take a chance with it. You never know if it's going to be booby-trapped or not. So, uh, sometimes it's like, you may not want to take the chance if your characters are almost dead. They might, you know, hurt themselves. But a obsessive-compulsive character will need to open up everything. When you walk past it, they'll open it. There's nothing you can do about like a, it. What if
2: it's like a trap? Boom. <laughs>
0: Boom. Boom. You Sucks can't do anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, you get some people who are antsy where they accumulate stress so much faster. You can get um a germaphobe who has negative um like uh accuracy versus blighted characters. It's there's a lot of crazy stuff. And they can also get diseases along the way. They can get syphilis, they can get which all syphilis. are really, really bad. Yeah. <laughs> it's, from, it's, yeah.
1: it's from that brothel.
0: Yeah, it's from the brothel. You, if you send send somebody to the brothel, they might come back with syphilis. <laughs>
1: Are it's you serious? This? That's crazy.
0: I'm dead serious.
1: <laughs> I'm dead syphilis. So is it
0: dead syphilis? So
2: so I'm, I'm I'm looking at this game. Is this a turn based game?
0: Yes. Yeah, it is. Right.
1: That's why I was like, when Mandy asked me if I played it, I'm like, uh eh. Not really, because I'm not a big fan of like RPG turn-based stuff when at mm-hmm. the beginning of the episode, my phone rings and it's the Persona five text ring. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, so yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Well, so, um, so I'm looking at this game. and to me, the idea of, of having a dungeon with a map and you go and you're going into a room and that room triggers a random battle and it's turn-based, like mm-hmm. the game, it looks very appealing to me personally. It's like to the thing that it's to the style that I like and mm-hmm. i see that it is on playstation it's on pretty much everything by the way uh, yeah. it's on it's, it's even on ios it's on the, the vita mm-hmm. even yep. but it's on everything <clears> on <throat> playstation network the game is $25 how do you feel about that price tag for this game
0: as long as shit so you'll be playing it forever <laughs> forever <Okay. laughs> it's it's so hard it's, <laughs> it's such a difficult game that it will take you forever to progress um, because you really have to take a chance with characters. If somebody is so stressed out, but you're like, I have to go and get money so I can upgrade something, or I have to get through this dungeon. You have to take a chance. Do you want to take somebody low level and take a chance with them? Or do you want to take the chance of taking someone who's stressed and who might die? (laughs) Like You really have to think that kind of stuff through. If they
2: they die, are they gone?
0: Oh, they're gone Like forever. forever.
1: Permadeath? Um,
0: Wow. And on I the think... uh
1: the esteemed how long to beat dot com, which, you know, gathers polls of gamers to get a general yeah, guideline sure. of how long it takes things, uh, it says the main story of this is fifty three hours. Main plus doing yeah. some extra stuff is about eighty hours, mm-hmm. and uh, a completionist, which I don't even know what would that would entail in this game, is about hundred and three hours. Probably, so
2: probably the platinum yeah. trophy. Or whatever. Get do everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's Long, okay. So it's a long. So it's so it's worth your money if you can get through the frustration of having your characters. You know, <laughs> if it's fuck if up. it's
1: your aesthetic, yeah.
0: There are a lot of really random events that can happen too. Um, I haven't played it since then, or played it where this event happened because they do regularly update it a lot. They they've added in so much stuff since the first time I bought it, and uh, so with the developers working that hard on it and always trying to give you new things, I think that's also very worth the money because they like you've already paid your price and they're still giving you new content. And I know there was one um the thing that they introduced that can bring back a dead character. I can't remember what it is, um, but it's a very random event, so you have no idea whether or not it's going to happen. Like, you have no control over it. So uh, you do get kind of blessings like that every once in a while. Um, but it's it's very rare. And it's a big surprise when that kind of stuff does happen, apparently. Well, I, <laughs> and I, I have not had that happen to me yet, though.
2: I want you to know I just bought it. so.
0: Oh, nice. There we go. Well, also, the other thing, because um, it's
1: not like a skill-based game, it's turn-based, it's easier to jump back into it after taking time off. Whereas, like I the think, dark zones, Now, now, feel, now,
2: Mason. Turn-based I games is, are, st- are strategy-based.
0: Yeah.
1: True, but it's not like if you take a month off of Sekiro and try to jump back in, which, which <laughs> I'm about it, to you'll, do, you'll lose a little bit of where you were at. That's Whereas yeah. in a game like this, you'll have to re—you'll have to reconfigure the memories of like, oh yeah, I forgot about this mechanism or this. But it's not the same sort of mechanical learning
2: i've got to get off dragon quest 11 like this game (laughs) is causing so many problems it's so long the story is so freaking long i've got man and i got mandy here talking about all these games and i got and and so it's like oh it's like oh darkest dungeon wow this looks great didn't know this existed buy that oh my god (laughs) and it's like uh and last week it was enter the gungeon and now it's um
0: and
2: and dragon quest builders 2 comes out on july 12th and you know that's going to be amazing i'm like i've never been like Um, i've never been like eight games behind before and that's where i am right now this is really unsettling i'm not sorry this is your fault man talking
0: about games i'm sorry (laughs) i'm a home wrecker
2: what is the cool get me excited now that i bought this what is the coolest thing about this game
1: The syphilis, we talked about.
2: No, it's not the syphilis. (laughs) It's not the
1: syphilis.
0: Um, So it is uh, um, Lovecraft. So darkness and madness plays a big part of it. So when you're going through, you always have to bring a torch uh, with you. Um, You have to buy supplies before you go out on expeditions. So make sure you buy a ton of uh, torches because when the light goes out, they'll start losing their sanity. Um, and so it'll be, they'll accumulate stress so much faster, and their hit chances will go down without light. But also, um, all of your care, all of the classes have different abilities, and you line up your characters in four slots. There's um, four different lanes for your characters, and depending on what lane they are, different uh, different abilities will activate. And so you have to think about where to place your characters. You can't just throw four in a team. Um, Like, for example, a Plague Doctor, I always keep him in the very back because he can throw bombs. And if he's up in the very front, he can't use those abilities. Um, So your enemy also will have four lanes. And each ability will tell you which lane that ability will attack. And sometimes your enemy might move your characters around. There might be a character mm. with a big hook that will pull the person from the back all the way to the front. And that's prob- that's you might have to spend... Exactly. <laughs> it's hard because you might have to spend around moving that character. Because if you don't do anything, they'll accumulate stress because they'll th- feel like they don't know what to do. So you have to do something. Um, or if you, unless you really want to take the chance of losing stress. but um, So it's good to have a very... Like there, a lot of skill. A lot of the skill comes from team building, and making sure that you have people who can use skills in anywhere they can be. Or um, if you do have somebody in there, like like you can also. I'm sorry, you can also go to a training master to unlock new skills. So try to always have uh, characters who have abilities to use in any chance, any any placement that they can. Or abilities that will get them back to where they need to be very quickly. It's, um, I don't know, it's a very difficult game. Good luck. <laughs> I occasionally have to turn right. it off. I'm like, oh man, I got through three dungeons. I better quit while I'm ahead, while I'm ahead and play next month.
1: <laughs> I mean, speaking of Lovecraft, but I don't want to talk too much about new games. And maybe you've already talked about this, Mandy. Did you play Return of the Oberdin?
0: Yeah, oh my god, yes. And that game was fantastic. Okay, I was wondering if I- you talked
1: about it on... Hobbietics oh i already. did okay just making <laughs> oh, I sure did.
0: um yeah return of the Overdid did is was so fantastic and when we went to anime nyc i played half an hour before i left because i downloaded the game and i was waiting for my taxi to come yeah because that I came had out time. right
1: before yeah because that mm-hmm. was like october
0: and i so i had some time i was like i'm gonna sit down and play this for a little while while i'm waiting for the taxi to come to pick me up to take me to the airport so i played half an hour i'm like Fuck! I want to play more. I was gonna say I'm surprised and we even
1: saw you at all. You, <laughs> you, you <laughs>
0: <laughs> the day I came back, it was like 3 a.m. I sat down and played it, so I finished it. I Excellent. played it for like six or eight hours. I I did not sleep.
1: <laughs> okay, just I making was, sure.
0: I, I assumed crazy you person. had. I assumed I loved you had. That game.
1: <laughs> but I didn't want you to to sleep on it. Anyway, no,
0: it's it's great. I highly recommend Return of the Overdun
2: thankfully that is not on playstation network
1: so i'm not gonna buy that that's <laughs> that's why i don't want to bring up new games that
0: one i don't know if you would be into that one is a very detective heavy game like you really have to pay attention to details in that game to try and figure out um everybody on the ship who they are and what station they were on the ship my shit
2: my shit is hard. is strategy rpgs i love playing games for my characters around squares mm. i love that shit and those games well,
0: have are- fun with darkest dungeon <laughs>
2: Yeah, so it looked, they didn't look, they're not on squares, but it, it was in that same vein, sort of, so. Right. Yeah, but, like, I'll buy any I'll buy anything if they're on squares. I don't care what it is.
0: Well, I look forward to hearing you ranting about it next week.
2: Great. <laughs> All right, Mason. <laughs> because it's
0: hard.
1: Yeah, I'll just go through this really quick, but. The, uh, the, wait, I'm sorry, sorry, the lovely Mason. Yeah, there we go. Now, Now you're getting it. <laughs> uh I figured I'll just uh, one of my big hobbies is music. I play music, I listen to a whole lot of it. And uh I just wanted to do a super quick, we'll do just do the the most anticipated album of or not most anticipated, the one I thought was the best of June and the one that was the biggest disappointment of June. Uh, How about that? So, uh, I'm ready. The, do you guys want the good or the bad first? The bad. Hit the us bad. with the bad. So, this band, it's like a Georgian metal band called Baroness just came out with an album uh, called Gold what? and Gray.
0: Say that one more time.
1: The name of the band is Baroness.
0: Baroness. OK, I heard Baroness. I'm sorry. Baroness. Oh, that'd be a
1: much better band name. But I'm
0: anyways, so sorry.
1: These guys are legends in the the, the southern hard rock metal community. And everyone's been very excited for their latest album. So their album names go Red, Blue. They made a double album called Yellow and Green. Then they came out with Purple. And now their new one is Golden Grey. And they released uh, the cover art for it. And it looks gorgeous. It looks beautiful. It's not safe for work, but it's lovely. And everyone was all excited for it. And it came out and it is the worst sounding album I've heard in like oh. the last five years. Wow. Oh, damn! Not, that's- not in like the songwriting, but just like the way that it sounds, it's like very staticky. It's very like just poorly produced and it's a huge disappointment and I don't recommend it. <laughs> uh, wow. That but, album
0: covers cool as shit though.
1: Yeah. So all their covers are done by their guitarist, John Baisley.
0: Oh, that's and awesome.
1: They're all amazing. And I've got like some posters that he's done and they're, a super cool aesthetic
0: mm-hmm. uh
1: so look up the album art and uh nothing else so that was the, <laughs> wow. the, the disappointment okay. of june
0: yeah the album uh, art looks cool
1: and very creative but, al- al- album titles as well yeah yeah
0: very well, creative
1: i mean they're more of like fan named because they don't have
0: mm.
1: like a set name so the band just calls them based on the color of it Gotcha. but uh so, the album I want to talk about, though, that's good, and Mitsugi, I think you might actually like this as well, because this is definitely for fans of like Coheed and Cambria or mm. like similar progressive music. Okay. So this is the band Thank You Scientist with Thank their you third you album just. called Terraformer. So, they're like a seven piece band, I believe. They've got, you know, your classical instrumentation, but they got some sax and some brass going along with it some trumpets and violin there's they're a whole little cavalcade. but uh
2: <laughs> oh, this is a weird looking band like what they are it?
1: a weird looking band but if you give them a listen especially their song fx MLDR, which is off their new album you'll definitely hear the Kohe desk vocals and just really nice prog stuff they're like a prog band where everyone is hyper talented but not like overly interested in showing off and being flashy so they just make really good tunes and their drummer Joe actually has an oyasumi poon poon shirt in one of their videos Oh, that's who
0: it was that's, that's, that's what it was oh that's awesome
1: <laughs> so yeah this this single came out a while ago and I was telling Mandy about it but now that the album has dropped it's a pretty good time and uh, if you like your progressive rock if you like uh mm, I do. some odd time signatures uh, give them a shot they're very they're not harsh on the ears and they're they got some bangers.
2: I need I put it on my list. Cody needs to come to Denver and do Afterman. That's what I need. I need to hear the whole the whole thing.
1: Aren't I thought they're on a tour with? Is it between the Buried right now? They're on. A, no, they're on tour with Mastodon. They're they're on a tour. Uh,
2: and, oh, and, Mastodon. And, and I thought about getting tickets, but there, but the venue only had two tickets left, and they were like outrageously expensive. because um, there were just two left, so I, I passed on it. And plus, I don't think I was going to make it because their concert was at like 5:30 p.m. on a weekday. Who who the hell has a concert at 5.30 p.m. on a weekday?
1: I mean, that's probably when the starting band is, but yeah. I mean, but yeah, but like you can't get...
2: But like you're never going to get there before 7 if you work. So it's just the worst possible time. I was like, this is ridiculous. But like, I don't know. Kobe tours literally constantly, so.
1: You'll Um, see him him again. Yeah. Cool. All right. What else you have, Mason? Um... I talked a little bit at the top of this episode, but yeah, did a golfing event, which I've never been to a professional golfing event either. Have you guys um,
2: done
1: such a thing? No. Yeah. Is it more exciting in real life than it is in, on TV? I was expecting it to be, and it, it really wasn't. I think uh, I was glad I did it. I was like on the 18th green. I, was, I had courtside seats to all the action, and it was you got a better sense of how far and with how much control these guys are hitting the ball, but it wasn't so spectacular being there in person that I don't would highly recommend mm. it. But, What's uh, the, the golf crowds are great to deal with though. Cause there's so much like downtime for people to move around and get situated that when it's actually time to be quiet, they're actually like pretty respectful and nice. So it was, it was it was very nice in that regard. Everyone was very pleasant, and it's just a nice day out, so good excuse to get out and about. And how was the course? Gorgeous? It was. It was. I mean, you guys got people who are just like using vacuum cleaners on the greens because they're so wow. smooth and well-maintained. <laughs>
2: That's so, cra- so crazy.
1: Yeah, it was a cool time, and getting to help volunteer, you get pretty close to some of the players, and... Yeah, it's, it's it's it was a good time. I uh, I'd recommend going maybe once in your life, but unless you're like a huge golf fanatic, uh, I think TV is probably still the best way to experience it. Yeah,
2: I uh, had a I had some coworkers that used to go to the Masters every year, and mm-hmm. I don't know if that's any different, but like they used to spend a lot of money and you know take many days off work to go do, to go do that, and I I just assumed it must have been wonder wonderful experience, but if you know if, if but I but I but then again I don't know if the Masters and what you went to are comparable because you know the Masters I mean is, the Masters is like what the, I, the, the the golf event. So
1: that's what I was gonna say. Like this is a big event, like on the tour, like it it's a big win and there's a big purse and they've been accumulating more and more big names out there. But uh what if it's not one of the big four for the masters, it's there's it loses some of the prestige of being decades old. So it's, it's, it was a nice little like beginners big golf event you got to see the big names but it didn't have pr- definitely the cost and hassle that the bigger ones would have
2: all right well at some point i i'm sure i'll get to do that i'll get yeah, to experience yeah. that but yeah i haven't uh haven't had that opportunity yet but yeah maybe maybe sometime i know it, golf is golf becomes more exciting as tiger woods wins so and uh, he won that's true he won that last event so I'm sure. Uh, I'm be watching the next one, the next mad the next major, so because uh, everybody wants to see how Tiger's going to do.
1: Yeah, he, uh, uh, he brings people in. That's for sure. That's for sure. Yeah.
2: All right, guys, let's wrap it up here. We'll finish a few minutes early, and we can have a small break before we start the main podcast. But, um, but hey, we, we we heard a lot of good games today. So if any if, if any of those games sound very. Uh, pleasing to you that Mandy was discussing as I already bought one of them and it's finished downloading now so I could play it oh, I guess we're not guess I'm not we podcasting t- anymore today <laughs> Play it right now.
1: Um, and uh yeah. legend of galactic heroes it's coming down the pipeline folks stay tuned oh, yeah start yeah. watching it now so when we actually talk about it you'll be ready to go
0: yeah you'll be all caught up I'll be finished with it in a, probably about two weeks so
1: it'll take me eight <laughs> months luck. it'll take
2: me eight months probably <laughs> But um yeah. but uh if I watch one episode a night, I'll be d- if I watch one episode a night, I'll be done Maybe. in like
0: I just want you to know I started on Thursday and I've already seen thirty-one episodes. So <laughs> Good luck guys.
1: Must be good. <laughs> 2020, that's the goal folks.
0: It, it's good. I took in taken everything else off of my list. So uh yeah, I'm just gonna <laughs> keep going So I finish it.
2: It's good, but it's no price of smiles. I mean
1: let's be honest Oof. here. Oof. Uh, <laughs> that, that painfully hurt my me heart. Too.
2: <laughs> thank, thank you guys for uh, tuning in and listening to, the, to our hobby addicts I love all of you thank you so much for contributing I hope you keep listening to these and enjoy hearing us ramble on and on about other things we love and we'll see you next week so until then take care bye bye, bye.